Well, hello, everybody. It's been a minute, hasn't it? Welcome to Three Women and a Bottle of Wine, a glass of wine. I'm Kim Inslee. I'm Lynn Melling. Cheers. We are entering season three. We're very excited about that. Yes, we are. And I'm Julie Barkey, and I'm going to take a really quick drink. <laughs> we all I've been doing far too many having these quick drinks since this entire COVID, COVID situation began. And then the George Floyd, pro, you know, the protests and that whole sad, sad tragedy in our nation, our world's history. Anyway, since all of this began, been we've a all just drinking a breath, haven't we? Yeah, it yeah. has. It's heavy. Yeah. Heavy. Should point out to everybody, first of all, thank you for joining us. And we intended fully to have our season three back earlier, but because of things going on, we kind of figured out how we wanted to do this and we've been recording segments virtually. And then Julie, as you pointed out, um, we were getting ready to release things and the George Floyd situation happened, that tragedy. And then, so it didn't feel right. So we've been mm -hmm. waiting. And uh, this first episode, we just want to say hello back to everybody. And the ladies have been busy. Lynn, you've been posting beautiful pictures of- Oh, yeah, I finally- yeah, I finally just got away for the first time. It's funny. So the last six months have just been a blur for everyone I know. And I finally sort of, it hit me that I hadn't really taken any time off in six months. And um, it was like, I'd been going on adrenaline for so long and it just started to wear off. And I'm like, I, I got to get out of here. So we went up to the North shore. It was beautiful. Breathed in some fresh air. And I just got to tell you, it I think it's those little things you just, you take for granted and you forget that you have to stop and just breathe once in a while because it's so important. Um, I'm just, I'm noticing every like people in my life who are, they've been powering through and they've been trying to just be a team player and toughen it out. And I think we're all at a point where we're like, we all just need a break. Um, at least in my life, it's just, it's time for us to all do some self care. So and you provided a little of that by providing those amazing photos. So thank you for that. Oh, my pleasure. We are actually doing that in a week. Would, um, I'm bringing my little guy. My 19-year-old, of course, wants to stay home because a 19-year-old wants the house to himself. Sure. But we're going with a friend and her little guy out to South Dakota. We're going to go see the fireworks over Mount Rushmore and just make it a cheesy, fun, Every tourist trap, fun little thing, to your point. You're going to Wall Drug? <laughs> we sure are. Oh, I love Wall Drug. We sure are. <laughs> and any water park that may or may not be open, it's South Dakota, so it's a, it's a bit more relaxed in what they in how they ease their restrictions. So we're just going to go, to your point, and have fun. Take a breath away. I'm not checking into one with work once. I'm not. I've already told them I'm, I'm out because I've been covering for other people and It'll be really nice to just- For listeners and, and people who are watching this on Facebook as well. So Julie has been uh, work, she's working with the Minnesota Health Department and she's been working on the COVID response. And so your life has been crazy and yes. you deserve a break. Thank you. It has been quite challenging and busy and, you know, coupled with just the emotions we all feel over the George Floyd incident. And that's putting it mildly calling it an incident because I don't want to dive too deep into that right now unless- Unless we want to unpack it here and kind of talk a little bit about what we've all gone through. But that was a lot of heaviness on top of mm -hmm. a ton of COVID where my poor little guy who's trying to be 
schooled from home, had to listen to three hours of COVID conference calls a day. And eventually we worked it out. He has unlimited Xbox. <laughs> I'm like, you, you should listen to this. Go play. Go play Minecraft. He's living yeah. his best life. <laughs> he but really I want, is. I wanted to ask you guys. So um, mm -hmm. our, our kids are older. They're out of the house. We're empty nesters. Awesome. Um, but I'm you so jealous of you, Kim. You should oh, I did ask you this. I know. I think I've asked you this before. Did that mean like when you guys are working from home, there was uh, some canoodling going on in the kitchen? <laughs> Having a little good time? There no was? one would know, right? Um, <laughs> no, it's really just kind of like not getting in each other's way. Who's on a call? I've I finally moved my desk as it is up to uh, one of the kids' rooms because it just was untenable at times. And yeah, I felt bad, you know, I'm on a call, be quiet. <laughs> uh, but I wanted to ask you guys, so you have younger children and you did the homeschooling, you got through that, God bless you for that. Um, having to explain to your kids why everybody has to be home and, and, and then explaining to your children what's going on with the, the marches and things like that. Um, how has that been for you? And how have you been talking to them about that? It's been hard. Yeah, it's, um, I think it's just been so much for so long. And I think when we reached, um, yeah, with the, you know, with the unrest, with the protests, it was almost like we were just fatigued. Um, but we did, we, we sat down, we, we talked about it. Um, I, I believe in diving deep and talking getting getting back into history and explaining slavery i think you have to start at square one in order to in order for kids to understand what is happening in the world today um so we've had just a lot of i feel like almost history lessons going on in our house um but it's it's been heavy and it's hard to explain that stuff to to kids and um I think they've, being at home, they've been sheltered in a way from it because we've all been cooped up in our houses. So they haven't been um, seeing it firsthand necessarily. So they've been sheltered in that respect. But I do feel a responsibility to explain to them, hey, this is what's going on. And you, you are the future and you play a huge role in making things better. And so that's kind of what I hope to get across to them. Julie, how are you handling it? So say, Lynn, I have no doubt you got that point across quite well. You're very sweet and succinct and you're a wonderful mom. So, you know, we actually took our approach. I didn't talk too much about the actual incident, but we, because to your point, I wanted to filter it a little bit, but it was definitely worth talking about and talking about the history of racism and how, and we talk about that all the time, actually. Mm -hmm. For living in Stillwater, we we have some people of color in our neighborhood, which is helpful. And it's been wonderful to teach Xavier that it's not about this external anything. It's about the kind of person you have. So we, I probably shouldn't say it this way on our podcast, but I'm going to because I'm me. Um, we tend to judge people by their douchebaggery as opposed, <laughs> to, as opposed to anything external. And that's kind of been what- Is that, that a my thunderstorm? Uh, yeah, we just had a big- that was you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I saw okay. it in the window back there. It's like a sign. We just it's can't. Some, 
if somebody starts year? smoking, <laughs> that's just you know, 2020. Oh, I talk about douchebaggery and your house gets hit. <laughs> Look what happened. <laughs> Hashtag 2020, baby, right? House catches on fire. What's next? The year we were all looking forward to, like every fun holiday is oh. on a Saturday, everything. My birthday is a Friday. My birthday is weekend. Everything shut down. Hindsight, it's actually been quite lovely to have this time with my kids. I'm yeah. sad. Mm -hmm heaviness going on but we're trying to make the best of it i heard a good saying the other day and so i've told you guys far too often so i'm an avid peloton bicyclist now i love it um and so one of the instructors was talking and there's a lot of psychology in that you know it's not just move your legs but she said um 2020 isn't canceled it's the year we woke up and so what are you looking yeah whether you're looking at situation, whether you're looking at how you view your life now through the COVID lens and, and what's mm -hmm. important and what isn't, there's yeah. so many different ways in which we're examining ourselves. Yes, agreed. And and having these conversations, I think that's the, for me at least, the most important part of all of this is getting comfortable being uncomfortable and having conversations and being vulnerable enough to say something and talk about something, even though you might not say it in exactly the right way. And I think we've all had to learn to give each other grace and, and just have faith that other people are trying, that, you know, looking at people with positive intent. And I, I think I'm hoping at the end of this year, we can look back and maybe just <laughs> give each other some benefit of the doubt, you know, like if, if nothing else comes out of it, let's just give each other the benefit of the doubt here that we're all trying our best to be good humans. I just always think, and I remember being in news as you ladies were too, and things, bad things always happen in threes. So there's a little tiny yeah. part of me, what's next? And we have an election. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not going to get We got political. the election coming up. Yeah. yeah. Don't forget <laughs> about Yellowstone. Yellowstone's bad. Oh, Yellowstone's going to like blow up or something, right? There's like a volcano ready to blow. <laughs> It's a little active right now. I'm just Let's reporting the news. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's true. You know what? We tend to look at everything. We have a jaundiced eye, right, ladies? And, and in fact, one of my kids the other day, we were talking about how um, I always expect something to happen. And mm -hmm. they were like, Mom, it's because you, you're, you've been in, you were in news for so long. You always see the, the, the worst in everything, which is kind of true. You see, you. Yeah. you you game it out in your head, what's the worst that can happen? And so you project oh. that on your kids, right? Oh, yeah. Um, catastrophic thinking. That's what my therapist calls it. Catastrophic thinking? Yes. She'll yeah. say to me, Lynn, you're thinking catastrophically. And, and so I catch and myself I say, now. We say no, realistically. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, that's the problem. Right. What happens when you work in news for way too long. That, we also, I think we're the most cognizant at making sure we say we love, we love our family. Yeah. We never leave the house. We might not like them at that moment, but we never leave without saying love you. Because so many people would head off to work and not come home from work and we had to cover it in the news. And yeah. sad. So anyway, I digressed and I cut you off. No, and I'm no, sorry. no, no. Uh, but I mean, that's why, that's why that's, that statement, you know, 2020 is the year that we woke up, encouraged me just from the sense that you have to find hope and Lynn in what you were saying, what all of you are saying. Um, but I did want to ask you, 
you know, we, you can look back and say, eh, it's the worst year ever. You know, I, we lost this and this and this and graduations and celebrations and um, funerals. People can't adequately celebrate the lives of the people they love. What has, what has changed in, in your thinking that you would, look, you would look back 10 years from now and say, you know what, that was a gift. There was a gift that came out of it and it was what? I have that one, and then I want to hear yours and Lynn's, okay. of course. Mine I figured out right away. So I'm not sure if a lot of our listeners knew this, but I had two total hip replacement surgeries, one in November, one in January. I went back to work end of February, and I was trying to keep up. It was just as COVID was hitting here, and I was loaned out to that executive area. And it was wonderful, but it was intense, and I didn't know any of the people. I was in a different building, a different office. I I'm trying to keep up with a hip that's not healed and I shouldn't have been back yet. And within two and a half weeks, we were brought, told to start working from home. My gift is that I was able to heal, be with my kids and, and do this job that was still really stressful. And yet it didn't stress me out as much when it's in the comfort of my three season porch or my couch. It just made it easier. And I just felt so much healthier. So that yeah. honestly, for me personally, the timing of it just helped me with that, that physical healing that I really needed to do. And then being with my kids, I realized I actually really like them. It got really hard, <laughs> but I like not only love them, I like them. And this has been lovely. And I know I'm not yeah. going to have it much longer. My 19 year old's going to fly soon. So it was just nice. So that's, that's the gift. I don't even have to look back. Maybe something else will surface later. How about yeah. you, Lynn? No, I agree. I think for me, it's just been the gift of slowing down. Um, before COVID, my calendar was filled. I would spend every weekend looking ahead at every day and matching up who's going to get who to where and what. And it just stopped. And I don't find myself racing from one place to the next, which I love. Um, and healthier. I've been running more frequently. I've been um, enjoying the, my, my husband is a wonderful cook and he's been cooking meals. And I just feel like I've been living life how life is supposed to be lived, exercising, eating right, just all of the normal things that go out the window when you're racing around all the time. Um, so for me, that's definitely been the gift. What about you? I agree with both of you. Um, what's to disagree with, right? I mean, I, I would also say slowing down um, the gift of, of not having to jump in the car and commute to work. I was not a big work from home kind of gal, but now I love it. Full disclosure, I'd be happy <laughs> just working from home. Um, also determining what's important. I'm one of those people It's like, I would stress shop, like not necessary. I didn't need to buy anything. I just love to go out and look, you know, and then having that cut off, it's like, well, what was I, what was the point of that? None of that stuff ever made me happy if I did buy something. Right. So kind of trying to shed that, having to shed that. Um, and then the other gift is uh, just to stay sane and get out of the house. My husband and I have been walking four or five miles a night, except for tonight. We couldn't walk tonight because of this storm that was going through, but that has been both a health thing, but also really cool. I mean, to have that hour together to just talk, yeah. which we didn't have before. You know, we'd race through the day. We might have 10 minutes that we would just talk in an average day. 
Um, and now we have this hour, hour, 15 minutes that we are together. And, and I think we're talked out, you know, the other day we're talking, and it's like 20 minutes. We haven't seen like, oh. um, but that's nice too. Yeah. I almost feel like, like to point, go ahead. I would, I would like to point out that this has resulted in some, I call them Kim's kick-ass clavicles. Look at that. You are yeah, like, bust. I was going to say, you're like self over there, Kim. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, your hair looks great. Ah, I know. I, I, I think we're ten years doing all of this. <laughs> I keep hearing about people's oh the COVID fifteen, and I know you know you've been healing, Julie. So you get a pass on on. Well, I turn into the thirty. I've got fifteen from that and fifteen. When you have both, hi you had both hips back to back. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But I think for a lot of people, I, I I'm thinking a family member of mine who used to go out and eat every night, so he couldn't do it, and now he's yeah. cooking again, and he loves it. And I have to think that's useful to him. I I think we're all developing some healthier habits. Whether that healthy habit is conversing with your family over a meal. Um, instead of having to run out and, and entertain yourself mindlessly doing something, being intentional, um, mm -hmm. you know, like both of you taking trips with your kids somewhere is fantastic. Me, I'm trying to figure out how to visit my mom, who's very much in the high risk zone, age-wise, uh, on the West Coast. So I'll probably fly. And so I'm online tonight, you know, looking for face masks and not, not, not face masks, but like shields. Like you'd have told me a year ago, I'd be prepping to go on a plane with a mask and a shield and yeah. worried about all that. That's just You nuts. should be, uh, if you want to come over, I have this entire um, closet full of Iron Man, Spider-Man, <laughs> Superman, all face masks. I love full it. shielded up. Yes. You oh, how be funny would that be? That'd be awesome. Be funny. Especially Iron Man. If you want to borrow the puppy Iron Man costume too, go ahead. You're talking enough. <laughs> It does. You just start thinking about what's important though, you know, mm -hmm. and what isn't important. Absolutely. And how do you guys yeah. like working from home? <laughs> I love, I love it. Yeah. Fortunate to have jobs. We'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. But I just, yeah, I, again, it's just not having to commute, not having to just constantly be racing and even getting ready in the morning. And I, I, one of the things I hope at the end of 2020 is that we just all Makeup can be optional for women, you know, like hair color. Like I would love to be able just to do this on a daily basis in normal life and not. I thought you were going to say showers should be optional. That too. They happen. <laughs> but you can't, you know what the thing is, is that you can, you know, I, I think a lot of that we put on ourselves. Yeah. 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 It's time, Pete. It's like, you don't need to, you don't need two wardrobes now, you know, the work wardrobe and the real wardrobe. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. I've, I have oh. like one basket of laundry that I just kind of cycle through Recycle. and that's it. And I don't, all these other clothes. I'm like, why do I have all this stuff? I don't need it. I don't. Isn't that fun? And even for the kids too. So because you don't have all the sports and all the different activities we mm -hmm. put our underneath our trampoline, that's just our fun right now. And Xavier lives in one of three swimsuits. Every day, it's a different one that he puts on. Perfect. And now, as you saw, it's his puffy um, army man costume. So, like, you, you be you. Just yeah. have a good time. And that's been fun, too, to not have those expectations of, right, you go into school, you pick out a school outfit. Mm -hmm. Just, like, just be a kid. Be yeah. a kid. How are you as handling 
I know they must miss their friends, right? So how are you handling that? We do play dates because he does not have a sibling his own age. So there's a small group of my friends. We don't see people in the vulnerable populations. We keep our circles tight, but there are four different friends that he sees on a semi-regular basis. And he needs to. And I mean, one of them, the father is a respiratory therapist. Everybody is very aware of what we should do, how we should do it. We keep everything outside. They're kids. They try to social distance, but they lose it. But they're on a sprinkler or on a trampoline with a sprinkler. They're doing Nerf battles. It's, mm-hmm. they're not hugging. Like, and so far it's been working out well. And then we don't see my mom or my stepdad very often. And when we do, we're outside on opposite ends of their fire pit. So, so it's been working out, but his mental health was really, really important and he needed to play with kids. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. We, we do the same thing. We have our neighborhood bubble. We've got a lot of kids in our neighborhood and they just kind of run around together. And it, I think especially my son, especially is very social and he was about a month ago, just depressed. I mean, he would lay in bed all day and that's not like him. Um, he needs that human, I mean, kids especially, yeah, they need to be able to run and play. And so, yeah, we're, we're trying to be safe. It's always outside. Thank God it's warm and not 30 below. I know. Um, I'm, I'm that's worried been a about, blessing. Yeah. What, what are the next months going to be like? Um, I do wonder how these kids are going to, having gone through this, uh, yeah. what it's going to be like for them. And I know that there's the generation that, remembers 9-11 maybe they were so young they don't remember it well but they know something mm-hmm. happened so you know those kids who might be in their teenage years approaching their 20s and whatnot what does the world look like to them yeah how do they yeah. be, you know we, we think we're bad because we were in news and so we're <laughs> like super cautious on everything what are these guys going to be like yeah when yeah when coronavirus is just part of their vocabulary i mean it's just weird and hopefully they don't live in fear. I hope, I hope what I, if we can instill, if I can instill anything in my kids is that you can't control it. Mm-hmm. So you need to live. You need to live. And I think this brought out different sides of different personalities and it mm-hmm. made some people extra cautious and it made people like me really appreciate and be mindful, mm-hmm. but still mm-hmm. make sure that we live and we appreciate those moments and we talk about them. We talk more about the positives every day just to make sure right. Xavier gets it. It's like, you know, you got to play today. Not everybody gets to do that. And you know, you got to do this. And we do that far more than we talk about. And that's another gift, right? I mean, it's the day by day and it's being flexible because yes. we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. We've mm-hmm. learned that much. So to the, all the cautious planning and whatnot, you know, you'll still plan, but to be flexible and give yourself that leeway to know that it's okay if there's change. Yeah. I go call it, it being a Pisces. Yeah, go yeah. with the flow. Go with the flow. Just take your Pisces. <laughs> and think about it, ladies, and everybody listening to us right now or watching us. Think about if this would have happened 10 years ago. We didn't have Zoom. We mm-hmm. barely had time. Yeah. We didn't have streaming like we did now. We had Redbox. You know, the, mm-hmm. the opportunities to still exist and have groceries yeah. delivered clothing delivered and you know there was something for almost everybody mm-hmm. we in a way are really blessed that it happened at an opportune time i'm yeah. just that's, that's my two cents i'm done now mm-hmm. technology is a good thing yeah 
and boxed wine. I mean, how, how big was boxed wine 10 years ago? <laughs> Amen, friend. That is a and gift. You get your wine delivered. Right yes. On. That's the best part. <laughs> well, I think that's a good place to kind of wrap it up and just say we do have a season ahead. We have some yes. great guests. Who's your favorite guest? We've wrapped them all up. I want to hear from the two of you. Who are you most excited mm -hmm. listeners to hear from? I like them all. Well, I like them all, but I have to say Anna Tansky with Visit Duluth because I'm obsessed with the North Shore and I so loved talking to her. Um, so she's the president of Visit Duluth and she was just talking about how the COVID pandemic has impacted and in as is likely going to continue to impact the North Shore and the tourism industry there. But um, mm -hmm. anytime I can talk about the North Shore, I'm a happy camper. <laughs> we have how about you, Kim. Um, I thought Laura Soviak was very, very impressive. Uh, Roshini, Rajkumar, yeah. she's coming up, and she she has some great messaging for people who want to own their wow. She talked about that. Um, I'm excited for Yia too. Oh, Yia Vang. Yia Vang was great. I'm thinking about five years, we're going to see him teaching Savannah Guthrie how to cook. Mm -hmm. He's got that mojo about him. He does. Yeah. Bill Hudson. He's coming yeah. up. Yeah. That was still when we could be in I know. Restaurant. <laughs> that was oh, so wow. long ago. In the old days. <laughs> when we could the be in four <laughs> times. Yes. Right. We knew it was coming. Well, ladies, thank you. It truly is BC. Yeah, BC. Mm -hmm. Yeah. BC. Anyway, <laughs> good to see you. Nice so, to see you guys. Yeah, you too, ladies. Here's cheers and cheers to season after three. For season four, so ready, get ready. <laughs> we gotta get this in before we may or may not be in lockdown again. So let's let's plan it. That's right. Yeah. Hit it while it's hot. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Bye. For lukewarm. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one. Bye, Three Women and a Bottle of Wine is supported by 515 Productions. 515 Productions is a video production business with base camps in Minneapolis and Des Moines, Iowa. Learn more at 515productions.com. Our logo was created by Aaliyah DeSaltz, a creativity guru offering art workshops to everyone from business executives to book clubs because we all have untapped creative potential just waiting to be unleashed. You can find her contact information on our website. You can stay up to date on our podcast by checking out our website, threewomenandabottleofwine.com. You can also connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where you'll find behind-the-scenes photos and, of course, much, much more. Be sure you don't miss an episode. Subscribe to our show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.